From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Welcome, sports fans. They're still here. We're still here. And uh, you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan Man. And I'm in mourning, Fan Man. <laughs> I got my dark shades on. I did, it, it, yeah. it, has, it has nothing to do with the Arizona Cardinals. It has all. to do with last night's uh, ma- big uh, mess. Yeah, I, you know, I, I got to admit, you know, what? the Ohio State University. Failed. Again. Failed. We failed. Failed. Again for the second but, year. But listen, I got a message for Coach Tressel What's and the, the team. You, they need you. This is straight from Woody Hayes. What's that? Get your ass up and get back in there and get it done the next time. Is that what it's called? That's what Woody would say. And Woody would say. And that's what they're going to do. Well, you know what? Again, this B, BS. <laughs> I call BS. I don't BCS. know. BCS. You know, who is Bowl the na- championship series. Yeah, but who is the national champion? I don't even know anymore because they got so many conflicting uh, you know, stories and the pundits are out there saying all kind of crazy things about the the uh, college uh, football series. I mean, why don't they do it with, like when they do it with the uh, with basketball? Why don't they have playoffs where they go, you know, all the way down the line till they get the two final teams. I think the NFL does that. Well, a lot of people have, everybody has a playoff system with the exception of college football. Why don't they do that? Why well, don't they just take the two top teams from each, each division, like the Big Ten, the SEC, you know, the Pac-10, and they go all the way to the top, they play each other, the winner of the Pac-10 then goes and plays against somebody else, and they finally come to the final two teams. I guess I'm not a mathematician, I can't figure it out, but they could figure it out because there's a lot smarter people than me out there in college football that can that can, um, you know, put it together where it would make common sense well, for the I, average Joe you know, like me. I, I can't <sighs> believe I'm going to agree with you, but perhaps maybe they me? need that. But there's something out there called For the Love of Money, okay, of which yeah. I believe is preventing them from going to that type of format, of which would, you know, end up with... Uh, I think that would know, generate more money if they went to that type of format. I think a lot of people would be real, just like the NFL, I mean, after, like the Cardinals, our Tweety Birds are not in the in, in, in the Super Bowl, in the playoff hunt, but we're still rooting for teams that we'd like to see make it in there. Of course, I don't want to see New England make it in there, but, you know, I get really excited about watching the wild cards last week. Now, this, this week, we got Green Bay coming up with Dallas. Great game. Same thing could happen with Ohio State versus USC. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it, w- it would be some great games. It, it might be exciting. But, but the games, uh, you know, the past few games and national championship games, I, I think the Buckeyes, without a doubt, you know, I'm not going to make any excuses, could have played a whole lot better, you know, and, uh, you know, next next year we will play better. Because we'll be right back there next year. You sound like a coach all the time. Well, I, no, are you, you going to be here next year? You're no, going to be coaching someplace. Listen, I, I just approach things from a, a player's po- perspective. A positive and, attitude. And you got to have. A sh- I used to be a corner at the Ohio State University. Uh, at the Ohio State. You have State? to have a short oh. memory. Yeah. You know. And weren't so, you in a national game? National. Uh, yeah. Uh, we lost to USC seventeen. Uh, again, you're losing again. Well, the okay. Ohio State sucks. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'm going to get my ass kicked. PG in. show. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> but listen, show. there's been a lot of football that's going on. You know, and including you know this season here with the Arizona Cardinals. You know, it ended on. A good note, right? Of course it did with playing the St. Louis Rams, uh, three and twelve or three and thirteen. On what any you... giving Sunday, oh, anybody come on. can beat you. You know, you know what? They're four, fourth down, five yards to go, and good old coach Wizen Hunt decides to throw the ball and they get a touchdown, and everybody goes crazy, and they're eight and eight. You know what? Just Again, win, baby. Just win. You know, that's all you wanted. You just I, want I, no, to win. Yeah, I understand that. And they ended that, on a good note. And listen. Oh, so since, that's going to help for next wait, year. Wait till next year. And since Same old, what? And since what? Is 1998? No, no. 98 was the last playoff game. The last playoff game. So come on. This is a positive note. 
500. Okay. 500. Well, you know what? I said, uh, I didn't say 500. I said 9 you, and 7. You, you said 9 and 7. I said 8 and 8, I think. No, you didn't. I oh, said, no, no, I said 3 and 13. <laughs> yes, anyway, it's uh, it's amazing that they got to where they're at. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Show with Fan Man on the Sports uh, Network, VoiceAmericaSports.com. If you'd like to call in, 866-472-5788. I hear this uh, echo in my head. 866-472-5788. You're I can't help you with that. I know. I got a lot, a lot of echoes in my head. You're listening to VoiceAmericaSports.com. Uh, if you'd like to call in, you may do so. We just gave you the numbers and uh, the skins at the Seahawks. The, yeah, that was a, that was a uh, you know that that game the Seahawks. Let me say one thing about the Seahawks when they they played. They looked a lot better in that playoff game than they did going into the playoffs because I truly thought they they slid in by the skin of their teeth. You know, at the last you know eight games they played, they they were not. I didn't think they were a playoff team, and we should have. You know, if we'd have won a couple games, they made it easy for us to win the division. You know what? Somebody said in the one of the reporters here in town in Phoenix said if they would have beat the forty, if the Cardinals would have beat the Forty ers or the Seahawks just once, no, if they would have beat the Seahawks once or the Forty ers once, they would have got in, and they didn't do it. So that's why it tells me that this team is not ready for the playoffs. They couldn't beat the lowly Forty ers of all teams, and they should have beat the Forty ers twice, and they didn't do it. And they would have been in. And well, you know we, what? We it would have been a whole different game. We split with the Seahawks. Oh, we, no, we split with the Seahawks? Yeah, yeah okay, I'm sorry. But if they would have won one of the games, just one of those three games outstanding, they would have been in. Well, you know, I guess. the fact that I, know, the I get ma- confused. Well, the fact of the matter is, What's the fact? they didn't get in, but I think there is hope. I think, listen, going into the you draft. You sound like I've been here for the last 22 yeah, years going into the in draft, this valley. I, you, I told you this in the step, beginning. They're a step closer, and I believe the confidence is there. We got a few all pros that are going to be playing in the Pro Bowl. I certainly think, well, and I think they went ahead and they announced that Matt Liner is going to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, they, I, I, I was just going to ask you about that. You must be reading my mind. Matt Liner is going to come back in. I think that Matt has to fight for the job based on what Warner did. I don't think it should be given to him. I think Wisenhunt has made a big mistake there. You fight it out and make sure that Liner's going to be able to pick up where they left off. But, if but wait, goes wait, you said something. Pick up where he left off. See, that's the problem. No, pick Kurt, up where Warner left off. But but Kurt got the job because Kurt, Matt got hurt, right? Right. And that's how... That happened last year, too, it, the year it, before that. Exactly. It happens so every year. It, well, yeah, the quarterback gets hurt. But this coach that we have now, you know, Wiz is the kind of guy that says you can't lose your job from injury. No, I understand that. So he's going to let... You know, Matt have the job back, but he said it's performance based, and every position is. And if you don't perform, you don't play. I think in next uh, next year's preseason, if Liner doesn't come out, Liner should play all four preseason games all the way through and prove it to the coach, prove it to the fans that he can pick it up and take the team to the next level, which you just said. And the next level better be playoffs because the fans in this town are about fed up with the Tweety Birds. They're fed up with the Pigeons, whatever you want to call them. It's promise, wait till next year, wait till next year. People don't want to wait anymore till next year. They want to see the stuff happen. Well, I think not only do we have to make it to the playoffs, the making the playoffs would be good. But I, I want to make it into the playoffs, and I want to win it, at least win one game, too. Yeah, well, they did that in 98. Yeah, but, but we want to do that. Yeah. So we wanted the expectation. But you came in here saying it's the Super Bowl. I mean, you were so positive Oh, it's still in. it. And, and listen, yeah. I've, I've, I've raised my expectations yeah. <laughs> in reverse. Yeah, in reverse. <laughs> because <laughs> of the fact I came in, you know, overexcited, yes, really hoping that I tried the team... No, but I but I listen. Sound like one of the presidential candidates backpedaling. Oh, boy, there's that there's that guy again. Yeah, you, you know? sound like one of the ba- presidential candidates <laughs> backpedaling. No, there. no, I'm yeah, not. Are you really? I'm are not flip flopping. That was really good. At, yeah, I am thank not, you. Ryan. I am not flip flopping at all. And what I'm saying, you are flip flopping. This is they made shoes all out of you. Flip flop. <laughs> That's what they did in this Ohio. They said, "Here comes a flip flop guy." Realistically, has an opportunity to make it into the playoffs and to win a game next year. 
I mean, each year you have different goals. No, you came in here and said they're going to the Super Bowl. You were so high and mighty on this team. Now you got it in your face. Now I, you, I, now I, I you never understand. saw the team. But you, I never saw yeah, the team. Yeah, you never paid so, attention so when I, you no, lived in Philadelphia. I, I wasn't here. And so, I what, and so what I did is what every <laughs> coach and every player wait, does, but you, and that sets your goals at the highest. Wait a minute. You didn't listen to your co-host. You didn't listen to the guy who's been here for 22 but years watching this. But you guys are so negative. No, what do you mean negative? You're so negative. Every, everybody's negative. You said that they were going to be out of the playoff hunt in the preseason. Not even the regular season. But I was you right, Lady Bacon. I was right. No, you no, owe me a cheesesteak, They were dude. in it all the way to the 14th uh, week. Get the hell out of here. They were you still know, in it, possibly you know a I'll chance pop, to win. You, you know what? To right, win home field here, advantage. Let's just get something straight. Right, let's get something straight. I was right. You were wrong. Okay, period. Man, man. Okay, let's talk a little bit about, <laughs> as I said, the Redskins. And, and Joe Gibbs. Got fired. No, he did not get fired. He resigned. That's fired. No, that's not. You're resigning from your position as the host of this show. No, no. If you no. do, that's because you're going someplace. Howard Stern did get fired. Remember, no, he, he, he left. He, okay. No, he fired. And no. that's what Joe Gibbs did. This is a Hall of Fame coach who came back. Kind of reminds me of Michael Jordan a little bit. With the exception, like Mike. I think Mike came back and was able to win a championship. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he came back and won a championship. I know he didn't, as a matter of fact. And I really kind of, I'm not going to say I feel sorry for Joe Gibbs because he's had an outstanding career as a football coach. He's done tremendous things there. He's won the Super Bowl with three different quarterbacks. And he's gained the respect of his teammates. He, he treated, the, I mean, of his players mm -hmm. and his coaches. He treated them like men. And they won Super Bowls. Well, um, who do you think they're going to go after? Bill Cowher, maybe? Well, you know what? Um, I, I think uh, I, I think Bill um, could be a possible good fit for that. He he comes from cold weather football teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a guy from he's from Pittsburgh, uh, from Pennsylvania. He's not too far away. Uh, he's used to that kind of football. They play in the NFC East because you know that's right, what Eagles, they play that, yeah. in, in the AFC over in that division. So I think uh, I think he would be a good fit. But and also. I think Bill has moved to the Virginia area, somewhere, somewhere on the east really? coast. Really? So that might fit real And he wanted to yeah. be closer to his family, and I think this gives him a chance to do that. Well, just to say about Gibbs, uh, he went 124 wins over 60 losses during the regular season and 16-5 and five during the playoffs during his first tenure with the Redskins. He also won Super Bowls uh, following the 81, 87, and 91 seasons with three different quarterbacks. Unbelievable. Good coach, and we wish Joe Gibbs the, uh, the best as uh, I guess he's going to go back to NASCAR racing. Yeah, he's going to continue yeah. with his NASCAR career, obviously, and I think he's still going to hold a position there with uh, with Snyder. You know, with, yeah, yeah, he's going to stay there. He wants him to stay on, and and I, I I'm, I'm just honored to have been able to compete against a great Hall right. of Fame coach. You played against you know, uh, yeah, Joe yeah. Gibbs, yeah. and and he has some good teams. And I, I I'm going to tell you this, man. I remember the days of trying to hit John Riggins. And notice I said trying to hit. Trying to because hit. Because he's a Hall of Famer, and I'm going to give him the respect that's due. And, you know, going into a game and, and, and you know, Joe Theismann and Art Monk and, and the Hogs, you mm -hmm. know, Hogs, including yeah. Russ Grimm. And those Russ Grimm is now a coach here. Oh, yeah, man. You know, those were those were good they were football good. games. That was good football you know, games. That, and, and that was uh, the NFC East at that time. I mean, it was a very strong division. As I said before, in the 80s, every one of the teams in the NFC East, with the exception of... The Cardinals, <laughs> who at least had a Super Bowl appearance. That's right. And and Joe Gibbs won you know two Super Bowls during that period of time. So shout out to Joe Gibbs, great coach, great man. Uh, the and, St. Louis uh, Rams have fired two coaches, including the offensive coordinator. Well, you know the Rams, uh, yeah, they got some problems too. You know they got they got to straighten up some things. You know, and and it could be. A, uh, I haven't heard it come up yet, but I know that at some point in time, Russ Grimm was being considered as a head coach. You, you know, think that it, could happen now? Hey, we could lose him. We could lose Grimm. Yeah, his his name, you know, hasn't surfaced. So in other words, the Rams... But a lot of times, 
those names will not surface, and then out of the blue, they surface. the guy gets the job. The guy gets the job. Yeah. Anyway, the Rams ranked 24th in total offense uh, this year with 297.5 yards a game, 28th in points, 16.4 per game, and 27th in touchdowns. That is absolutely pathetic. Well, there's a there's, they needed there's, to make changes, and, and there's a, quite a few teams out there. I think about four teams that mm-hmm. are actually looking for head coaches, and, and we're going to have our East Coast uh, correspondents, uh, Jeff Mosher, is going to come on in a few minutes, and we're going to talk about some of those things, but. Uh, you know, hey, we never know. They they may be after some people here on our staff. They may be after some people on uh, on the Eagles staff. You know, at this point in time, there's you know, like college football, and people have to understand this. And I've said this before, football is a business, and there's no loyalty. And these coaches are going to leave when they when the time is right. When the time's right, that's what they're going to do. Just like that, uh, R- Richie Rodriguez out of yeah, West Virginia, Swiss to Michigan. Again, yeah. again, the only people that get hurt in this process. Are the fans because yeah, I they do? They have not yet really understood the fact that this is this is big business. It's it's huge. Well, let business. me ask you a question about Rodriguez. He goes and flip flops over to, to Michigan, and West Virginia go, goes into the uh, Fiesta Bowl, wins the game, and then the coach, the interim coach, who's been along, you know, with with West Virginia for a long period of time, they name him the coach, and then he goes on as a press at the press conference and basically says, "I don't know how to deal with contracts. Well, I, I don't know how to deal with any of this. Well, he, you know, and, and, and <laughs> I mean, the reason, yeah, just the reason why he does it probably is because he doesn't have an agent. But now he'll get an agent. That's what happens now. Once you become right. a head coach and they're paying you millions of dollars. Right. You know, and again, from this a player's perspective, again, I got a problem with that because the coach's contracts are guaranteed. Right. If you fire a coach, when you fire him, if he's got three years remaining on his contract, he gets his money. He gets all that money and goes to Michigan. If you cut a right. player during the season, the player doesn't get yeah, it's not fair. It's done. It's you not know, fair. It, it's all over with. But, you know, it, it's big business and, uh, you know, it's something that it's exciting, you know, because it gives people something to talk about. But we got a lot to talk about to talk about when you talk about what's happening in the National Football League throughout uh, the entire league. So, anyway, we uh, have uh, Jeff coming up uh, after the break, uh, our correspondent from Philadelphia. He'll be coming in, and, and there's our girl over there. There's Tacey. Anyway, hey, producer. To the, vo- the producer of the Ray Ellis Show. Ray Ellis, I'm a fan man here on the VoiceAmericaSports.com radio network. We'll be right back after these messages. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. You know what that is? You remember that? No, I don't. Oh, welcome back, Carter? Yeah, welcome yeah. back, Carter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tell your age, man. Tell your age. No, no, I watch a lot of TV, Lampro TV. There you That's go. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, you listen to Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan man. And we also have the number one correspondence in the world with us, and that's Jeff Mosher. Jeff, you there? Hey, what's going on? Do you hey. have a catchy little thing for me? You have a fat man. Do you have anything for me? Uh, hi, Jeff. Uh, happy holidays and uh, ha- happy new year, and uh, how you doing? That'll work. <laughs> how are you guys doing? <laughs> hey, we're doing wonderful, man, and starting off uh, 2008 the right way, and, uh, and that with the exception of the Ohio State University mm, Buckeyes. So which, you know, well, you know, Jeff's school, you know, that school in the, where that school? the sky was made oh. because of them. What school? Know. What school's Happy like? Valley. <laughs> yeah, happy Valley, yeah. Maybe you guys will get a chance next year, man, but uh, there's well, always Well, we seem to hold our own against SEC opponents, right? I don't know. You know, Michigan beats Florida. We beat Tennessee last year. I don't I don't know what Ohio State's fault is, but what, you yeah, know, what is their problem, Jeff? It, 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 uh, um, I think you know, honestly, they try to play like an SEC team when they get into these games instead of being the run-oriented, defensive, hard-nosed team that they are normally throughout the year. Hey, Jeff, just you my might, own little, you, you little know, observation. But, but you might have a point there, you know, and uh, perhaps maybe I'll tell you what. Why don't you call Coach Trestle and tell him that? <laughs> and I think he just, he, he might listen, man, because he's, hey, he's looking Actually, for some answers. Anything, I'm going to call Coach Trestle and say, hey, do me a favor, play that way when you play against Penn State. No, we yeah, can't. Right. There you go, Jeff. We can't there do that. We, we know how to play when we play Penn State, and we better play hard in those football yeah, It's, all, it's, it's always yeah. when Ohio State plays Penn State, it's always different. But when they go for the national championship, they play like they did last night, which, which was pathetic. Hey, he may have some, there may be something to that. So. Oh, yeah, I think, Jeff, you should be a, an assistant coach at Ohio State. <laughs> no, yeah, just thank don't, you. Just don't take You're trust, welcome. Don't take Tress's uh, job. Okay. But, Jeff, listen, uh, you know, as always, man, we like to talk about what's happening, you know, all around the league. And, of course, uh, we had some great football, that, uh, you know, this past weekend. And uh, just like to get your opinion about some of the games. What do you think about uh, what happened and, and what we can expect this week from some games? Sure, sure. Which games? Where do we want to start? Well, let's start with Green Bay and Seattle. Well, that's a great uh, game to start with. That, that, that's the game coming up, yeah. So, that's uh, coming up. That's what start, the, the, those games are over. They're done from last week. Now we're moving on to this week. Green Bay and Seattle, these are right. very important games here. So, Jeff, what's your take on these games? Well, I, got two, I have two potential upsets in the 
the entire playoff picture. Okay. One, one in the AFC, one in the uh, NFC. The NFC one, I see this game as the potential one. I, I really think that Seattle, even though they play better at home, they're a great home team and they'll be on the road, I just like what they do on defense, and I like the pressure that they bring, uh, especially with Patrick Kearney, Julian Peterson. Uh, they got some good pass rushing forces, and and Brett Favre is a guy who, if you can, you you can't sack him very much, but you can pressure him, and he will make the bad throws in the face of pressure. And I just didn't love the way Green Bay was playing at the end of the season, to be honest with you. And I, I think Seattle's got a chance. You know, Mike Holmgren's a good coach, and and he he'll have his team prepared for this game, no doubt. So about you that. so you're saying that Seattle's going to take this game? Um, I'm saying it wouldn't surprise me. I think they have a better chance of beating. Um, Green Bay than, than the Giants do of beating. Okay, Dallas so let, let me let me let, let, let me throw the dart. What who do you, who's going to win this game? Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Well, you know, you know, from my perspective, Jeff, it's interesting you said that because as I look at the teams that are remaining in the NFC, the only team, at least from my perspective, that was playing good football at the end of the year was the Giants. The Cowboys didn't play good to me. I certainly sure. didn't think Seattle well, played that's well. Ne- well. That's the next game we're going no, to. No, 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 but I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. looking at who, you know, you mentioned who wasn't playing good. I don't think anybody other than the Giants in the NFC really, you know, ended the year on a real good note. Well, I thought Seattle did because they did, they did win four games in a row, and I think they won like five out of their last six or something like that. So, yeah, they beat the Cardinals. You know, they, they had started off kind of shaky and really <laughs> came on, and they won a I know they beat the Eagles in Philadelphia, and that was right. like their fourth straight win. So they were, they were winning some games at the end of the year. Yeah, I kind of agree with you, Jeff. I think Seattle's going to give them a really good run. And I, I, I tend to agree with you that Seattle might be the upset here and, and win this game. Um, <laughs> Seattle Seattle really has played very, very well. What was that, anyway? I, I think, don't know. I thought that was you, fan, man. Uh, yeah, that was not, no, that was me. <laughs> I don't know where that well, came from. That, that was Ray. <laughs> yeah. I think Seattle might. I think Seattle, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to pick Seattle on this one. I think well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I just didn't think uh, that Seattle played that way. Now, their defense, I will say this. I would say their defense has, has pretty much been consistent, and they, they've got a few people back, and certainly... Uh, you know, when you look at uh, Green Bay, you know, you never know which Brett Favre is going to show up. You know, that, that, that could be something, whereas, you know, the guy who's sporadic and may throw an interception here or there or, mm-hmm. or, or a pass that he shouldn't throw. But I think more so than any time in the last, you know, five years, you know, Brett has really been taking care of the football and haven't, you know, thrown those bad interceptions. So uh, it's in Green Bay. You know, we know what happened the last time Seattle was there. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, Green Bay won that game. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Brett. I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go with the old man. You always go I, against us. I completely us. agree that Brett has been much better this year at protecting the ball and, and and being a caretaker. The only thing is, in a big game, and you know, and I think back to that Dallas game where he was just kind of awful because it was kind of a big game and there you he go. was throwing right into their deal. There you all go. it takes is one, you know, and and the way Seattle gets pressure. And pressure to me is always the key. You know, you rattle the quarterback, you got a good chance to win. Hey, Jeff, the way I, that Seattle's able to generate pressure, I just have a feeling that if they can make Brett throw one or two bad ones, they're going to have a chance. Hey, Jeff, I totally agree with you about that Dallas game, and that's what I'm thinking about the Seattle game. Saying, uh-huh. I'm thinking the same way, that he, it's so much pressure, he's going to throw into those crowds, and he's going to get picked off once or twice, maybe three times, and it's going to turn. That's, that's the well, way, well, based for, on the Dallas game. It's, this is an important Brett, game. Brett has been right. on the biggest stage that there is, and he's won that game. You know? And so he's, uh, you know, pressure, ah, yeah. I think Brett puts pressure on himself. You know, I don't, I don't think that the pressure of the game itself is anything that, you know, he's uh, nervous about. I think it's just a matter of him trying to do too much. And many times he does too much because 
He doesn't necessarily trust his teammates to make those plays, so right. he thinks he has to take it upon himself. And, and I think that uh, for some reason or another, he's just relaxed this year and realized, listen, I don't have to do that. So um, Seattle versus Green Bay. I'm Seattle, Jeff Seattle, and you are. I'm Green Bay. You're Green Bay. Okay, moving forward to Dallas and the Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree that the Giants uh, have a really good shot. Dallas is being you know, playing really sloppy. Over the past couple of weeks, um, I think I think the Giants have a good shot. At you know this. what I would care to say? I would care to say right now, probably with the exception of the Super Bowl, this is probably the most desired ticket that's out there. Yeah, I would, in, I, in football I, yeah. land to mm-hmm. see the oh, Giants absolutely. and absolutely. Dallas. I, I can't imagine what those prices for those tickets are, but uh, you know, I'm telling you, and, and everybody, you know, all the the, the, the pundits on TV and, and those who even were supportive of mm-hmm. uh, Eli. You know, hey, those two last games that he played, maybe he grew up on on national mm-hmm. TV. Maybe he did. What do you think about that, Jeff? Well, I think I think he did. I think he he played very well, and it really surprised. I, it, I'm surprised to see Eli play two solid games back to back because I think he's missed that kind of signature two game stretch. He's really missed that signature victory in his career so far, and he certainly got it playing well against Tampa Bay after you know almost upending New England. Uh, my take on the game is this. I think, you know, we talk about pressure, uh, you know, pass rushing pressure. These are two of the top three teams in sacks. So there's going to be a lot of quarterback hitting going on in this game. I think DeMarcus Ware is, is uh, such an X factor. He's, he's probably the conference's elite pass rushing linebacker. Uh, you got the four guys from the Giants who can all get to the quarterback, including Strahan. I see both quarterbacks taking a lot of hits, and the winner of this game is the quarterback who can take the hits but make enough plays downfield. Well, Jeff, as uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans, the three of us, and, you know, uh-huh. Ray played, and, and, of course, us two, uh, we hate both of these teams. So, basically, <laughs> who would you like to see move forward out of, the, out of, the, out of this uh, Giants-Dallas thing? Well, you know, full disclosure, I'm from New York. So, <laughs> so that, that, yeah, where you said, okay. So I grew up a Giants fan. Um, it's amazing to me that this is the first time these two, you know, historic, storied franchises have played each other in the playoffs. Right. It's been um, a long time. Uh, yeah. I, I see Dallas moving ahead. I, I just uh, think that they're going to make. They've got more weapons and they're going to make more throws. And I really think that their pressure um, from their front seven is going to get to Eli. Uh, it's it's uh, hard for me to believe that Eli can play three really good games in a row when he's just now putting together two good games in a row. Well, I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. I think the Giants have uh, something to show. And Eli, like you said, in the last two games, I mean, he's playing well. And it's uh, it's time now to, uh, you know, hey, let's do it, man. And I think sure. I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to rip Dallas apart. Uh, da- Romo has been overrated. I mean, they go crazy on this guy the last couple of games. Like Ray said, he's been play- they've been playing sloppy. I think the Giants have a good shot at winning this game. Hey, guys, we got three minutes to break. And I think I'm going to take... Three minutes to tell you guys why I could never root for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I, I don't want this. No, no, I, I, no. I'm I not. To, no, no, no. I'm, just, Eagle, I'm I, not going to do no, that. No, no, but, then, but, but there's something else I want to. I want to say. Here. I want to see the Giants win. I hate Dallas. Yeah, but you know what? I hate Dallas too. But I actually used to like Dallas when I was in when I was in college because of the fact that Ron Springs, you know, who, right. was, who you know, who's suffering a real bad ailment nowadays with his diabetes, uh, you know, went to play for the Cowboys. And I used to like Tony Dorsett too before I, you know, became a Philadelphia Eagle. But when, when I look at these two teams, you know, I, I think. You know, they probably, looking at all these games, and, and the Cowboys are favored by seven and a half, which leads you to believe that this is supposed to be the toughest game of all because Green Bay's favored by eight, New England 13 and a half, and the Colts eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is going to be a game, and I think it's, it's really going to come down to the wire. But I just want to throw a monkey wrench into this thing. And I want to ask you guys, is Jessica Simpson going to be at the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading my playbook. Hey, guys, I'm serious. Let me say something. I am serious. And, yeah. and, and, and here's why I'm serious about this. Why? why? 
Cause I you mean, this see is this is, you this is Tony Romo's biggest game of his life. Right. You want to see her. And his girlfriend, all his teammates and everybody else is saying she can't come to the game. Well, if you don't think that's a distraction, all these other things are not distractions. I, I this think, is a real distraction. And I, I think you're 100% right. Terrell Owens is right. Keep her out of that stadium. Well, how are you going to tell Tony his girlfriend can't come to well, the game? Well, that's just the way it is. got to win the game. Then you can do whatever you want with Jessica. No, dummy, see, dummy see, Jessica. Now stupid. Hey, hey, Jeff, come on, man. It's somebody like tells Spears. you, somebody uh, tells uh, you your know, wife I, can't come. I can't come. believe we're talking about this. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, let me tell you something. I did not bring this up. Let me tell you guys something. See, there's so many times that, that people outside of the game <laughs> don't realize what the real issues that players are really faced with. And I'm going to tell you, anything on the field that a player can control, he is not concerned about that. But when you start now attacking their families, you know, even like Roger Clemens is talking about his family. and his Oh, that's another stuff. story No, but him. I'm just saying, when it starts affecting people that you care about, that's where the distraction comes that's from. That's just a lay job. He doesn't care about her. Oh, I think Tio was joking. I mean, he even came out and said he really was kidding about yeah, the Yeah, of course he did. Of course he's going to say that. But come uh, on, you, can, you guys can believe this. No, I'm because, gonna... you know what, Tio is not a person who's going to go back on his word. He's not going to just, you know... Take the politically correct uh, apology, and you know he, he's going to say what he means. So if he, to me, if he say he was just kidding, and you guys are just running with it, I, I hey Jeff, let that. me tell you this: if she's there and they lose, you'll find out if he was just kidding. Or well, it'll, it, you <laughs> know what? So. It, it, if she, and you're right, if she's there and they lose, it's it's going to hit the fan I, big time. I, I, I'm telling you guys because those are things that players just cannot control. Yeah, you know the thing yeah. is with her; she's a curse. So there's something. There's and something players believe in that stuff. Did you see? The, yeah. Did you see the special on the Redskins where, where Joe Theismann talks about when they go to the game that one of the hogs oh, yeah. has to af- actually run over some roadkill and makes them feel like, oh man, I'm gonna have a great game now. I mean, players are superstitious. Believe that, me. That's true. I will. You know what, Ray? I'll give you that 100. percent There's a lot of guys who felt that um, you know Washington won that last game of the year to get into the playoffs, and they won it 27 to. Um, well, I forget what the score is, but they won by 21 points, and wow. Joan Taylor's uniform jersey was wow. 21, and they made a big deal about that. See? So I, hey. I guess, like, you can't rule out anything. Hey, we're anyway. not going to give up on this subject matter. We're going to talk about it on the other side of the break, but right now you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice American Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And we'll be right back after these messages. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Pfizer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. 
Hello. Hi, Bill. Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving, mm. and I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but, but, but what? But, but your butt, your buttocks, your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Have you recently lost it? As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out. Sure, that's fine. Take it easy, George. Small step number eight: walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Well, you're listening to VoiceAmericaSports.com with Fan Man and Ray Ellis. And, of course, we have Jeff out of Philadelphia, our roving correspondent about the NFL. And I was just thinking about Jessica. Tony's out there going, oh, baby, oh, baby. What are you doing? Oh, about the I can't throw the ball. Okay, oh, okay. PG show. PG. I'm, I'm just saying, Tony, Tony's out there going, oh, my God, I can't wait till tonight. i got to get out of the stadium. I can't. Oh, God, she's so beautiful. You know, she's really stupid. I mean, hey, Jeff. I'm she, not going to run just with Just real that. quick, when she did that chicken of the, of the sea, she thought it was actually chicken or was it tuna? Um, yeah, that's right. She thought it was chicken, and she, she thought, also thought buffalo wings were came from uh, yeah from, bu- from buffaloes. I mean, is she is that real or is that? I mean, and we'll get off the subject real quick. But you this is, why are you this asking me? This I haven't is been sports talk. Years, he man. Yeah, yeah. His, his wife's going to no, be No, but you brought this man. up about her, and she's 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 a distraction to the team. I, Terrell Owens is right. T.O.'s right, man. I agree with T.O. Okay, I'm going anyway. I'm going to move on. Let me let oh, me say baby. this. Here's what I baby. think. I'm a little concerned. When I look at this game, I tell you what, if I look at the two running games, I, I tell you what, I, I probably, you know, because of the fact that they, uh, you know, by committee, that Dallas has a, a very, very good running game, you know, so I'm a little concerned about that. Um, on the on the passing game, I, I don't know, even though you got T.O., T.O.'s a little banged up, so, you know, hey, right now, and, um, you know, Eli's looking good, I might give the Giants the passing game, you know, and and then when you look at the two defenses, and, and, and I look at the defense and what the Giants do well and, and what the... Uh, Cowboys do well. I, I think they're a little, perhaps maybe evenly matched, but we may we may get a, a horse collar or two here, you know, a personal foul against the Cowboys. We know how that always happens every now and then. So, uh, yeah, Roy may, Williams is always good for one or two yeah, of those. Yeah, there you go. So that may give the Giants a field position. And uh, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag because I'm going to tell you what I think about, you know, how it's going to end up eventually in the big game. What's but as that? I said, guys, I'm going with the Giants. So let's move on. So let's I said Giants, too. So, Jeff, what are you saying? He said, Cow- Cowboys. He said, he said Cowboys. He said Cowboys. Okay. okay, so let's move on now. Let's, let's look over to the AFC side of the ball. And you New, got, New uh, England and Jacksonville. Now, we talked about, Jeff, you talked about, and we have talked about on the show about the Jacksonville quarterback. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched him on Saturday or Sunday, whatever day it was. He is yeah. good. Gerard's good. Yeah, he yeah. is and good. And that was probably, uh, honestly, that probably was one of his worst games uh, of the season. Yeah, he threw two interceptions, hadn't thrown but three all year. Yeah, so it, I think it, he only so completed about nine of 22 passes. I mean, it really was, you know, obviously he's going up uh, against a, a really tough defense in Pittsburgh. But, you know, he showed you what he's got on that last drive. 
Well, he's a, you know, again, here's, here's a guy who, again, he said that he wanted to, you know, to have them run the quarterback draw so mm-hmm. he could take it upon himself because he knew that he was big and strong enough that he could at least get a yard or two. So, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted, like, like superstars want, you know, they want to take control of the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I just think when you look at Jacksonville, you know, they were the team going into the playoffs that nobody wanted to play. 11 and 5. Nobody right. wanted to play them. And, and, and right now, you know, for some reason or another, you know, they're matched up against a team that uh, I don't know. I, I just, you know, 13 and a half points, you know, if I was a betting man, I'd jump all over those points. Well, yeah, betting man. The, maybe the spread, but, you know, here's the thing with Jacksonville, is, and as well as they have, as they have played and as good as they are defensively, and as, uh, you know, for being a southern team, they're built for, they say, you know, playing in cold weather because they've demonstrated they can win there. I don't know that they can do anything differently or show New England anything different than every team New England has played so far has tried to do. I think Jacksonville can give them their best shot and still come up pretty short. Well, you know, and, and I agree with you. That, that, that could possibly happen. But I, I think Jacksonville, you know, is going into this game obviously with a chip on their shoulder because, you know, if you look at the AFC, the AFC in terms of, you know, predictability, you know, who did people predict to come out of that division? It was either New England or the Colts. You know, it, was, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't Jacksonville. So Jacksonville you know, wasn't even mentioned. No. So, you know, they're like the Rodney Dangerfield of that, uh, you know, of the right. AFC. And, and, I, and I think they're going to go in, you know, you know, as cool and calm as can be because nobody's really expecting these guys. I mean, you get 13 and a half points in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really expecting them to win. There's no pressure on them, really. No, there's not. And Jack Del Rio, I, I mean, he's the, I think he's the wrong guy not to put any pressure on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he rolled the dice at the beginning, you know, on the quarterback situation, you know. Right. So. But they were talking about that on the air. The TV, the so-called TV announcers were talking about that, saying he rolled that dice, and if he would have made that wrong decision, he would have been fired. But you know what? I think they're going to come out. I think Jacksonville's going to give him a good run, and I think Jacksonville could, could do it. I, I really do. I think Jacksonville doesn't have any pressure, like you said, right? I mean, New England has all this pressure to keep the winning going. they got to win, 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 win. Well, they can't lose now. And Jacksonville's got some horses. That running yeah, game, I mean, I, game is I, phenomenal. I, do, I do respect the running game. And I think the running game, with the exception, uh, cold weather doesn't ex- affect the running game as much as, as, as rain would affect the running game. So uh, if you're going to be mano on mano, hey, you know, I think Jacksonville could, could win that. You know what, Gerard reminds me of um, uh, Donovan. Yeah, he's 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 a lot bigger than Donovan. Yeah, he's a lot know. bigger, but he, he takes off when he sees the hole and he and he knows he's screwed on the coverage. He takes off. I mean, yeah. it's great. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think where Donovan really excels throwing the ball downfield and, and it just has a tremendous arm. Uh, Gerard is a little bit more of a guy who, who, yeah, you know, I think he's he's a little bit better across the middle, but maybe not as as proficient um, going deep. But not to not to say that Gerard can't throw deep, just not you know not not too many people have Donovan's arm, but. Gerard is, is a kind of more of a surgeon. I mean, he's really good at picking apart a defense and, and leading those long drives down the field. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, um, and, be- and I'm, I'm just going to say this. I love Jacksonville. I think they play hard. I think I agree with both of you guys. They're going to be relaxed. I think they're going to give New England a good game. But I don't give them a shot to win at all. Now, so- I, I give, you give Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for a team, I think he's going to win. That's, that's, that's how I see it, especially when he's got the best team in the NFL. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and, and the thing about it is, you know, if, if you look at this game and, you know, and what uh, it means to both of these teams, uh, I think New England understands all the pressure. If we can say what we want to say, but if there is uh, something as someone who succumbs to pressure, the pressure is on New England, yes. particularly in this game yes. and, e- and even the next game because, 
You go all season, you're undefeated. And if you don't win the big one, that means absolutely nothing. nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we used to say this thing back at Ohio State during the days of, and God bless his soul, you know, uh, Todd Bell and, uh, and myself in the secondary and a few other guys, you know, the best way to eliminate a threat is to eliminate it. And, and mm-hmm. in this particular case, the threat that needs to be eliminated is Tom Brady. That's you know? right. They gotta get, yeah. They gotta put pressure on Tom Brady. They gotta beat him up. They gotta hit him. And 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 I think perhaps maybe I think Jacksonville can can get that done. I I don't think he, he's he's proven. You're not going to rattle him. I mean, Tom's played in the biggest stage there ever is and he's been successful. You know, so you're not going to rattle him. But I think, you, you know, I hate to say this because you don't want to do that, but you've you got to bang him up. Can you imagine if... Uh, he's got to be hurt. Can you imagine if Jacksonville beat New England, what would happen in this country? There's a lot of people out there that hate New England right now. Yeah. It'd be that great. Be crazy. <laughs> It'd be crazy. If, if Jacksonville wins this game, I mean, it'll, be, it'll go crazy. Well, I think it'd be great I think, for football, again, great for the NFL. It, it, it probably would be, but it probably what would be better for the for the NFL is for New England to win, go into the AFC Championship game, win that, I and go, and go to this. the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Because so we have the two- of, no, no, uh, I ain't okay. yet. I told right. you, don't don't steal my thunder yet. But I think that right. there there is certainly, and I'm going to get to it because we're going to make <laughs> our pick and then we're going to move on. So, okay, Jeff, who'd you pick for for this game here? You're going I'm with sticking, I'm sticking with New England. Jacksonville. I'm going with Jacksonville. As, as much as I've been uh, tooting the horn for Jacksonville because of, you know, my big hurrah, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. Okay, so Jacksonville so, and me. Okay, so we're going to move on then. Okay, m- move on. Okay, so moving on. Who's place next? I, you, I don't you got the, you, got, oh. you got the Colts and the Chargers. Okay. You know, and, and, and to me, you know, this, looking at this game here, uh, you know, the Chargers, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, and, and it could be, maybe it's maybe it's my heart, you know, but... You got rid of Marty Schottenheimer. And Marty, you know, well, you know what's going to happen here? And Norv wins one. You know, you, know. you know what's going to happen here? If the Chargers lose this game, you're going to see Norv Turner's head rolling down I-5 in San Diego. But they're playing they're the Colts. They're going to be kicking it down. But they're playing the Colts. Now, you know, the point is they got rid of Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer took them 14-1 or whatever it was, 14-2. and And they're struggling. The Chargers are struggling at, the, at this level right But they're now. at the dance right now, right, Jeff? Yeah, they, yeah they're there. But are they going to? You know, to me, man-to-man, you know, Barring the quarterback differential, San Diego's got as much, if not more, talent than Indianapolis. And if you're talking about Marvin Harrison not playing, um, uh, that, that's a little bit of an equalizer. This was the, the, the game, the second game I thought had big upset potential. I, I just, you know, I don't, I don't mean to be mean to North Turner. I mean, he finally won that playoff game, but he, he's kind of an X factor, too, with his big game record. But uh, to me, San Diego can get its stuff together. They, they've got a good shot to beat to win this game. Well, I, I, I would mm, almost agree with you, but I don't want to agree with you because I because I really think that the Colts are going to win this game. I, I really oh think yeah, I think they are. I just think that San Diego will keep will will give them a pretty good good knock in the jaw. Yeah, and and, and you know what? I I think that again, I think the Cowboys and the Giants are going to be a very very good game. And I think this Colts and Chargers game is going to be a very, very good game. I agree with you. I think the Colts are going to win this game too. And, and, I, I, I do. And, and I think, uh, I you know, I think that again, this time what's going to happen? I think the Colts' running game is going to show up the Chargers. You know, Ladainian Times, yeah, you're a great running back and all that. But uh, there's a, a guy over there on the other side who you, you must have a laser on your chest because he's going to be after you every time you get the ball. And who's you know, that? Defensive player of your Sanders. You know, yeah, there you go. You know, he's, he's been playing excellent. Uh, and I and I think that. Uh, I think I just think the Colts win this game. I think Peyton Manning wants to prove something to guys, and and in order for him to prove what he wants to prove, he's got to win this game. Okay, so let's go through the arithmetic here. Jacksonville, I pick Jacksonville to uh, to win. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if Jacksonville wins, 
and the Chargers lose, mm-hmm. then we end up with the Colts winning exactly. and the Giants. That means we have two brothers playing in the NFL. Yeah, you're Super still Bowl. trying to steal my thunder. I didn't steal your thunder. <laughs> you can't steal my, why, why are you going to steal my thunder? No, I'm not. That, I'm just saying, you know, that's the way it works out, doesn't it? Well, no, you still got another game to play. Well, who's the other game? Well, those those guys would have to okay, play each other. I know. I'm only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would be funny, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, well, I'll tell you what. Wouldn't it be cool to have two brothers in the Super Bowl playing What's going to happen is, no. What's going to happen is New England is going to win, and the Colts are going to win. Okay. And then we're going to see those two great quarterbacks play each other again. Like again. Wait again. a minute, fan man. That happened already. Oh, it did? Yeah, yeah it Mickey happened Barber already. played Rondé Barber when the Giants played the Bucks in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the no, no, I'm sorry. I, I got my... Uh, uh, you, you're wrong, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got wrong. He's been hitting the hand, too, statistics. <laughs> that was actually the Giants playing the um, the Ravens. I got that. Oh, there you guys go, man. You guys are funny. Listen, we're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. As well as Jeff, and we'll be right back after the your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports so Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The Sports Mavericks show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. baby, yeah, go, baby. 
You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And with our great correspondent, Jeff Mosher. And, uh, hey, Jeff, we got a couple things here that, that really interest me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it always happens this time of the year. And, and me too. And that is that the guys get fired, you know. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so you got, you know, with the exception of Joe Gibbs, who resigned, mm-hmm. you, you got four positions that are that are, that are are open out there. Um, what are you hearing, in, you know, throughout the league in terms of some candidates? I, I know Leslie Frazier's name has come up a few times. Mm-hmm. I know we got, uh, you know, we got Carthon's name who's come up. Uh, you know, we got Bill Cowery. Got Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. And then, believe it or not, what? You know, we got a, we got a, a young man out there, uh, McDaniel's, who says that I'm not. I don't want to do this. Not yet. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Yet. You know. So uh, give us a little insight from your perspective. Of what do you hear out there, uh, Jeff? Go ahead. Well, it all depends on what team we're talking about, right? I mean, obviously now Washington becomes a, another team that's going to be looking for a head coach. They could go with Greg Williams, their defensive coordinator. In fact, there's. Uh, I know that there's a million-dollar clause in his contract that says that he's supposed to become the head coach if Gibbs steps aside. Um, or, or basically the clause says if he doesn't become head coach, he gets an extra million. So now Dan Snyder has to decide whether he wants to promote Greg Williams, the head coach, or keep him as defensive coordinator and pay him the extra million for that. Um, well, that's one thing about Snyder. You know, this guy is a guy who just throws money around. Where does he, oh, yeah. he get all this money at? Oh, yeah, he's got the he's got the most coaches in the NFL. If you count up all their assistants and everything, and his, and both Greg Williams and their offensive coordinator Al Saunders, I believe, are the highest paid coordinators at their position. Well, what they're saying is the Washington Post reported that Snyder could well make Cower the league's first ten million dollar coach. And you know what? I, I believed Bill Cower when he said he wouldn't wasn't going to. You know, wait two years to come back. But when when you get that kind of money thrown at you, and it becomes a a situation where it's the Washington Redskins, you know, a, a very storied franchise, uh, he might be he might be thinking twice about that whole you know two year to yeah, playoff and he, decision. And, and, and isn't his family? Are they in uh, Virginia, or North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina. I believe so his close. daughter yeah. uh, plays either high school or college basketball in North Carolina, and his whole idea was to take those two years off this next year. To uh, watch her play. Hey, hey, Jeff, what are you hearing about the uh, Phillies uh, GM Eckert uh, uh-huh. looking at the Atlanta uh, GM job? Yeah, he just got back to Philadelphia today. Uh, he left Atlanta after meeting with Arthur Blank. He left without a job offer, but is considered a front runner. And according to uh, a lot of reports, that, that Arthur is trying to. De- Arthur needs a head coach. I mean, he needs a whole lot, but he needs a head coach. So really, he's got to have a GM in place. And uh, he's he's a pro, a reportedly going to reach a decision by the end of the week. Well, l- let me ask you to put your owner's hat on here, Jeff. Okay, you, you, you're an owner, and you <laughs> have I put a, my owner's wallet on too. Yeah, yeah you can do that too. Put it all on because you're going to need it to make this uh, <laughs> to answer this question. Yeah, you you have a GM that is leaving your organization to go and interview for another GM job. What do you do to that guy? Fire him. No, well, I mean they they support that. This is not you know certainly the first, not the first time that. Heckard is interviewed for a job, and then this happens around the league uh, all the time. Andy's been a big supporter of Tom, and uh, Andy's also been a big supporter of his guys finding jobs throughout the league. He was a big supporter of his linebackers coach, Steve Spagnuolo, taking the defensive coordinator job uh, with the Giants. So well, what's, uh, what's know, I don't think yeah, that, this is the GM. Be, this is I don't the think GM. He'll be fired <laughs> for, for seeking these outs. I think he had the permission of the team to seek these oh. outs. interest. But here's my question. Uh-huh. Isn't that a lateral movement? Uh, it's the same well, position. It, 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 it is, but it isn't. Here's the thing: in, in, in Philadelphia, Tom Heckard is the GM. However, he is still 
uh, subservient to Andy, who is the executive <laughs> vice president of football. Oh, okay. there you go. So he does so, not have the final say on all personal matters. There you matters. go. And now, okay, in so, Atlanta, they're looking for someone to have that final say, and right. that would be Tom's Accurate. responsibility. Right. Okay, so that answers my question because what it, if it was you know a lateral movement, then that would say to me that you're not happy here for some reason. But oh, yeah. Some, now I understand why you're asking. Yeah, but, I see. Okay, yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. would definitely be. A promotion in, in not just money, but in job demand. For, okay, for what about, okay, getting off of that, what about the Ravens? What, are, what do you think they're going to be doing, Jeff? Uh, I heard that they'll be going to, uh, they're going to be interviewing um, Ryan, uh, you know, uh, Buddy Ryan's kid. Who's Buddy Ryan's kid from Oakland? Uh, no, yeah. the other one. I think Rex Ryan, who was Rex there, Ryan, really? But everybody got fired, and now he's, he's going to be interviewing and see the job. I mean, you would think that the defense of the Ravens has been excellent. Uh, it's, it's kind of been their claim to fame, even though Brian Billick was considered an offensive guru. So you would think Rex Ryan, who is the son of Buddy Ryan, would would have uh, would come highly recommended. He's been there, and he'll be one. I, they have a lot of things to do too. I mean, I think they have to they run do. the gamut of head coaching candidates and decide where they want to go in the future. You think he'd bring his brother in? He, you know, I don't see why he wouldn't. Or Buddy, you well, got a well, winner see, in town. Well, it was the thing about not it, Buddy. <laughs> I don't see Buddy coming back in. Well, you know, I don't know if you know if he'd bring his brother in, but he might consider that. But you know, it, it's making it very uncomfortable for the coach out in L.A. You know, with the Raiders to continue to coach. Uh, you know, well, Oakland. I'm sorry to continue to coach with uh, with Ryan being on the staff because that's not who he wants. Right. Right. And so that's a situation, and, uh, you know, you never know why it would happen like that. But, uh, you know, with I, Bill, Bill, Billick's problem has always been quarterbacks. He goes through quarterbacks like people go through toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. Well, he well, never I think stays. what you're going to see is a domino effect, uh, Sam mm-hmm. Ray. I mean, once somebody does get this job and then another job opens up, I think you're going to start to see movement. And I, I really think this Atlanta thing is, is going to clear up. Atlanta and Baltimore are going to start to clear that up a little bit once they go ahead and make their decisions. Well, I think there's a couple guys out there, too, that might be considered that are on these teams that are still in the playoffs. So I'm, I'm not sure that decisions are going to be made real fast. You know, the, the NFL is a little different than college. You know, you can actually wait till the season's over because nobody gets a head start, you know. Now we got Miami, the Miami Dolphins now are interviewing uh, the Vikings defensive coordinator, uh, Leslie Frazier. But they're also, you know, well, interviewing the, one of our coaches here, too. Yeah, who's that? Uh, I think they're interviewing oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the former running back. The former running back's coach, yeah. Yeah, isn't, uh, so oh, gosh, his name's slipping my I, mind. My mind, too. The Big Tuna is on the prowl. From what I hear, that job, uh, the front runner for that job is the uh, main guy in, in Dallas, uh, Tony Tony Sperano. Yeah, they have a relationship. They, they've been around each other for some years. Yeah, who is a big uh, big fan of uh, Bill Parcells and, and likewise. Well, Which, of well, course, they, begs the question: all... If Tony Sperano, you know, does become head coach, when does Paulie Walnuts follow? Right. Well, Rex <laughs> <laughs> Rex Ryan though is also scheduled to interview next on that job. Yeah. So you yeah. got Rex Ryan in Miami. You got him in Baltimore. It's like it's like chest here, you know. Well, who's well, going where? Who's look going at the trends. Something tells me you're going to see a three-four defensive guy end up in in Miami because that's what Parcells likes to run. That's the player right. he types, likes to bring in on defense, and uh, you know I'm sure that's the guy he wants to lead his team. And he and and they were somewhat successful in Dallas. So you know, but again, Parcells wants a guy who thinks like he thinks. That's exactly right. right. You know, and that, right. and and that's what he he, does, he doesn't want all that carrying on. Maurice, said, Maurice Carthon. Maurice, Maurice Carthon is the guy who's Maurice here. Carthon. Right, right. right. Maurice he, Carthon. he was a running back for the Giants. Right. He, yeah. he was a running back yeah. for the Giants. Well, he got demoted. Uh, Mr. Greg Olson out of St. Louis. They told him to go kick it out. Well, Goodbye, Greg. Well, you know, St. Louis. You know, one thing about it is, it, here's a team that they they had some weapons, they had a few injuries, but uh, you know, it's a dome stadium, which is uh, you know gives you a chance to win a lot of games at home, and uh, I think um, there's definitely going to be some changes made, and uh, they may improve next year. 
Well, you never know. It's not a bad division to be in to try to make improvement, you know. Mm-hmm. You can get away. But the record shows. Hey, Jeff, we got a few minutes left. We have to say the one question that we have to ask you. What's going uh-huh. on in Philly with Donovan? What's the latest with Donovan? Yeah. Well, right now it's been, you know, it's, it's, it's stalemate. I think you're not going to really hear or see much until the end of the Super Bowl and we enter the free agency period uh, where you can start talking about yeah, signing rumor, guys and then maybe trading guys. Or I'm, just going, I'm, just, I'm just going by rumor mill, what you may, uh, may have heard. or you know, Well, nothing. you know, here's the thing. The Eagles have said from the beginning that he's going to be here next year, and, you know, they played him in all three games. They, they got him looking good, and, and they haven't given you any reason to believe that they're not going to retain Donovan, but... I'm just a skeptic. I really think that uh, if the right offer comes along, uh, a team like Minnesota, maybe Kansas City, uh, if, if they start talking first-round pick, uh, I think it would be hard for the Eagles not to at least listen and, and make a move. You wouldn't, know, it really, wouldn't, it be, for a reason. wouldn't it be really cool if Ecker takes a job in Atlanta, from uh, leaves the Eagles, goes to Atlanta, and then takes Donovan with him? Yeah, but I just can't see that. Well, I, I really think a team that acquires Donovan is a team that feels it's one piece away from, from really being a Super Bowl contender. and. To me, Atlanta, and then just same thing with Miami, who's also, I've heard, Donovan to Miami. I just don't see a team that needs way too much. I mean, is Miami going to give up draft picks? You know, that's, that's no. what they need to build right now. That's what Atlanta needs to build I, right I, now. I, 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 I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Hey, guys, I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in here, and I'm going to tell you, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Childress throws his hat in there. I, I, I couldn't, you know, Minnesota wouldn't be a bad place for down Again, it's a dome stadium. It wouldn't be a bad place for him to end up. It's somebody he's very comfortable with. You know, they were together for years. I wouldn't be surprised. Ray, it makes perfect sense to me. The only thing I would, I would, I, I'm thinking that the Eagles are really hoping that uh, an AFC team is going to come, like maybe Kansas City <laughs> is going to come through with a better offer uh, than, say, Minnesota, just so that they don't have to play Donovan, you play know, Donovan, yeah, regular face, season right. and have them come back and kill them. Right. Um, but that's just me. But I, I agree with you. If, if there's one team out there that thinks it's probably one. One quarter, one playmaker away, it's probably Minnesota. If I'm, if I'm Donovan, listen, I don't want to go into another situation like I was here in Philadelphia where, where we had the T.O. situation. I don't go to Kansas City with, uh, for one, with Larry Johnson. You know, I, I just, that, that's not the type of personality he needs to be around. Now, I see Minnesota really strong on that. Anyway, we're out of here. Jeff, thanks a lot. Hope you had a great holiday season. We'll look uh, forward to uh, next week. Should be interesting uh, talk, conversation about sports and the uh, the well, the um, playoffs. Anyway, uh, you're listening to Fame Man along with Ray Ellis. Hey, guys, this has been great. As always, you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fame Man. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. <laughs> <laughs>